Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone! Before we get started, I just want to let you know that your input can directly make our shows better. One of the biggest ways to support your favorite shows here is by rating and commenting on iTunes. All of our shows are available in Apple Podcast form on iTunes, and all you have to do is search for AfterBuzz and your favorite show title. Once you're there, leave the show a rating and a comment on why you like the show or any comments you have for the hosts. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to continue to bring you the best shows we possibly can. Hello! We are back after a week off. We are talking The Gifted Season 1, Episode 9, Outfox. This episode was basically what could have been a season finale, but it wasn't. We're left on a big cliffhanger, but we got four more episodes. It's so exciting. Um, Join us after the break. Let's go! You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ain't left been talking. It's in a lot to go. Let's do it. We are here to talk about the gifted. I got my man on guitar, Michael Young. Hey guys, what's up? You can find me online at one youngster, which is O-N-E-Y-O-U-N-G-S-T-A. And the bass player, Rick Hall. Bass player, dude. I'm Sebastian Bach, man. Uh, I'm Rick Hall. You guys can find me on all some, uh, social media at Rick Hall, R-I-C-K-H-O-N-G. I have a heart of gold. And we got a lead vocalist. Oh, my gosh. What an honor. I'm Steph Sabra. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Steph Sabra. And I play the triangle. Hey, guys. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Lemieux, yes. S-T-B-H-N-L-A-M-I-U-X, with a capital X. How do we have one one thumbs down already? That's <laughs> always happens. Like this. That always happens, right? <laughs> that always happens. When I open the show, thumbs downs are plenty. But <laughs> it's usually because the people are upside down. Uh, okay, so let's go ahead and talk about this real quick. We have a weird uh, broadcast schedule coming up for us, just so everyone yeah. knows. We have an episode yeah, yeah. tomorrow, which is the 11th, and we're taping the, epi- the after show for that on the 17th, Yeah, as is tradition. But then we're off. Because the For next episode comes out on the first, and then our after shows on the seventeenth, or our <laughs> after shows on the seventh. Right. Mm-hmm. So again, an episode tomorrow, followed by our after show on the seventeenth, and then there is an episode on the first, followed by our after show on the eighth, and then I believe there is no episode on the eighth. There are two episodes. It's a two-hour finale on the fifteenth. Yep. yep. And we're going to be covering that. On the 21st. So, That's right, giant-sized episode. Yeah, so just so everyone... I'm not even going to say the after show anymore. I'm just going to tell people, like, the next episode's tomorrow, the 11th. Then the one after that is January 1st. And then we're <laughs> skipping another week. And then January 15th for the final two. Just so everyone's kind of, like, aware of what we're doing here. Um, cool. So my stream is still reading that we are not live yet, which is really weird because <laughs> I'm all green. 
uh, which is great. So we're just going to probably stream this later if it's not working out. But on the plus side, and if it is working, just tweet me so I know that it's working. Uh, it's working oh, for yeah. me. It's showing up over oh, here. Good. Oh, and we are showing up. You can see my oh, yeah, 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 I'm oh. chatting Man, with people kinda, right now. Kinda, it kind of looks bad on the left. On the right, it looks pretty good. Oh. <laughs> is, 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 that a, is that a joke about... Is that a joke about me looking bad? Oh, no, 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 man. <laughs> it's, it's a background right here. It's background. You know, citing creative differences, Rick has decided to leave the show. <laughs> My mutant powers, I'm Raymond J. Barry. I was bummed to, I was oh, bummed not to be here. Oh, I, I was bummed not to be here last week to see to All right, Otto. Um, cool. So we have a few storylines this episode. Uh, first of all, what did you guys think of the episode? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and they did something I didn't expect. I didn't expect them to get caught, or at least the people that got caught to get caught. And this is great. It gives Jace a chance to turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once he deals with them, talks with them one-on-one, kind of finds out what's going really going on, maybe the doctor does something else that's kind of shady. Uh, yeah, and yeah. then, you know... But I was expecting Blink to be like, look, I'm out. Yeah. I can't take this too much. I'm I was out. on the edge of my seat the entire episode. That really <laughs> gave me anxiety more than any other episode. I feel like the whole episode was a chase. A chase, essentially. Wait, or even, no, wait. Even even in like when they were like in the park and they were doing the skateboard thing. No. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so the, much one, one nostalgic that, part. We're just so gonna we're suspense. gonna throw that in the same box with the beatboxing, and we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna <laughs> let that one slide. Son, you haven't done that since you were young. It was suspenseful. I thought she's gonna fall off that skateboard, but <laughs> five episodes in, the writers are like, "End not cool enough. What can we do? Right? right. Skateboarding, skateboarding and beatboxing. Yeah. Nice, man. Um, I do want to say that I don't know why Blink didn't just like open up a portal." When the thing tried to jump on her and just send the por- send it through to wherever the hell it I was, was. thinking yeah. the exact same thing. I thought thing. it was going to jump at her and she was going to be like, ha ha. And, like, yeah. and, like, and like it would be on the roof or something yeah, like that. Like like, just send it like and ha- it like just splinters and I think she needs to learn, and I think we'll get that, but she needs to learn how to use her powers offensively. At will. Or yeah, yeah at, offensively. Yeah. Um, really quick before we really dive in, because our storylines are the mutant underground attacking Trask, the kids learning about their superpowers, because they have powers, but now they have superpowers. And they're great-grandparents, right? Yeah, great. Yeah, they're great-grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Sentinel Services and what's going on there. Reed and Kate have a little bit of character development, but Andy and Lauren have a lot of it this episode, and yeah. then we'll talk about the entire lab infiltration and the plan behind that, and how it doesn't really work so well. But first, <laughs> I have to talk about this, this van scene. This scene... Nah. In the Here van. We're going to jump into it. We're going to jump we're into it. We're jumping right into it. <laughs> All right. This scene where Reed and uh, Kate are in the van and the kids are being taken and Kate wants to jump out and Reed's like, we can't. We can't. I don't know if you as the viewer got thrown for a loop, but they forgot to replace the substitute ADR line with the actual ADR line that uh, Stephen Moyer recorded, I'm assuming. So it's half Stephen Moyer and half somebody. Yeah. And Bree, can we can we just go ahead and give that a listen real quick? Play that clip. We can't we can't we can't get in the building. We'll get caught. We can't help them if we get captured too. <laughs> we can't help them if we get captured too. <laughs> captured too. All oh, so, right. So again, uh, the first half is Stephen Moyer. That's really bad. And the second half is a surfer named Chase that they oh. met in Venice Boardwalk, who possibly won an Indiegogo campaign. <laughs> who knows? Let's, let's let's give that a listen again. We can't we can't we can't get in the building. We'll get caught. We can't help them if we get captured too. Thanks, Chase. 
It's bad. <laughs> it's. <laughs> but I didn't notice it when I first watched it. I did not notice because I was just caught up in like, wow, they're really they're really gonna catch all these guys. And then it went back. I started wondering like why this whole plan was a bad plan, but it wasn't their fault. You know, we'll get yeah. into why it wasn't their fault. But I was just like. Always trying to storm somewhere in the daytime. It won't work if we get captured too. <laughs> if we get ta- <laughs> we can't. We can't. Let's we order get some pizzas. <laughs> I'm down. Order some pizzas, guys. Yeah, like right, let's do this. Voice. I'm Andy from the future. I skateboard, <laughs> bro. Catch that noir. Don't not. forget what a beatbox. All right. I'm sorry. I know that was a tangent, but like. It threw me for such a it loop It was completely relevant it. to the episode, though. Yeah, like, I was like, I, I can't imagine at least not, I can't imagine less than 40% of the people who watch the show not realizing that. I agree, especially at that moment, because I was really getting into it, and then I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you're, like, you're on the edge of your seat, you're like, what? Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, they, they don't want to get captured, too. Yeah, we don't want to get captured, too. What? <laughs> whoa, whoa, huh? Who was that? Okay, uh, enough fun. Let's get into yes. not fun, but it is fun to talk about the show. So, uh, Tarani Robinson in the chat says, hashtag, we get captured too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first people, let's break down Reed and Kate because Kate freaks out for a minute and pulls like some old annoying stuff for a second, but then she yeah. pulls it back and I was the, like, yes. yes. She reeled it in. Yes. Reeled yeah, it in. Yeah. I was like, shoot, the old Kate's coming. Oh, no, she, no she's good. She's good. Yeah. So it's good. Are you talking about when she freaked out in the van? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking okay. about when Reed says that he had the mutant gene. Oh. And yeah. Kate immediately goes back to, well, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't your grandfather tell me? And blah, blah, blah. It's, like, it's like, I, I didn't. I found out two days ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I just found out. I'm telling you now. And my dad died. I mean, come on. Let me let me process you that. You know, my dad died and we had a reconnection moment. Then I found all the stuff. And then, you know, it's, it's, I had a big Darth Vader I'm your father moment, and you're acting like I should have told you, like, this isn't going to happen. Reed, you never had cancer. I don't know if I can even... I, I don't know if I can be with you anymore. I thought it was leukemia. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I'm sorry. I just don't want you to get it, too. <laughs> don't want you to get it, too. That's the oh, leukemia man. Reed talking. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Boy. So he also tells them that his grandparents were terrorists, which usually seems like third date material. Yeah. But this is like 18th year of marriage material at this point. True. Which True. is also what's interesting to me is that how did they not know? Because Annie seemed to find a book in the library that talked about yeah. the Bondstruckers and described them so well. Like these people are like well known historical figures, apparently. Yeah. Like Nazi terrorists, hey. They happen to have the same last name. Like, hey, Dad. I, like, Reed. Well, they're, they're, they're only Strucker. Dad? They're not Von Strucker. No, I know. But so maybe, knows. maybe that's why they were just like, oh, that's probably somebody else. It's just weird that his dad kept it so close to his chest and didn't tell Reed anything about his grandparents. Mm-hmm. Mm, like, right. this is Reed's grandparents we're talking about. True. So, like, well, keep in mind too. Keep in mind, like, the time period that Reed grew up in, in terms of like accessibility of like knowing history. Whereas, like, the kids, like, I mean, they've got phones these days and Wikipedia. No, no, I'm just saying more and... like, Rick, do you know who your grandparents are? Uh, yes and no. But that's, but that's only because like my 
I knew my grandmothers, but my grandfathers weren't alive. But your grandmothers would like tell you about your grandfathers, I'm assuming. Uh, a little bit. Okay. But Reed's dad did run away. Yeah, maybe he, he hid them. Maybe because he was, you know, ashamed of them or something. So maybe he never told them, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe he was, I guess like, I'm he was just ashamed. I'm being nitpicky at this point, so I should just move on. Um, <laughs> I'll admit, Mayo strikes again. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just, I'm just being Mayo. Oh, Thank man. you. Uh, what's your name? Uh, X Nunwire. I'm being Mayo again. Um, so it is kind of alarming that uh, his grandparents had the same powers as their kids, though. So they're like, okay, well, we have mm-hmm. to know. And it's interesting the different takes that Reed and Kate have on it in this scene in terms of, like, Kate wants to tell them, and Reed's like, no, we should keep hiding it. That was really great, yeah. I feel like, of Kate to say we're not going to keep lies or secrets anymore yeah. because it does isn't doing any of them good. So I like actually really like that about her in this scene. Well, it is interesting because literally three episodes ago where Reed was like talking about getting kicked out of the Mutant Underground to West because he was keeping secrets. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, this secret that could destroy the Mutant Underground. Let's not tell the kids. It's just more of like... Well, if they hold hands and blow everybody up, then what? Like, come on. Like, they need to know about it. So Kate's well, being yeah. the smart one here. And, I mean, if they can focus their power. And, you know, like, they were trying to you know practice a little bit. So that was good. Uh, I will say that Abby McDonald jumped in the chat and said, only time Andy goes into the library and he already learns more than Reed does in a whole episode. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> oh, God. He, he did. I mean, and the book was so well laid out, too. I mean, it had pictures and articles. It was, it was, it was pretty nice. Speaking <laughs> of the book... And I this I don't want to sidetrack too much, but didn't the um, sister von Struck von Stu- von Strucker look like Esme? Hmm. Uh, I don't know if I was reading too like, into that, but again? I just thought she looked like Esme. And then the whole part where she was freaking out about getting a sibling out or whoever it may be, I was like, this could be some crazy anti-aging stuff. Speaking of that, I do have to make a correction hmm. to something I said in the last episode hmm. was that. I misunderstood because of the character's backstory in the comics. Apparently, they're not going with the story that Otto Strucker is the child of incest. Oh, okay, okay. So, in this storyline, Andrea Von Strucker is just his aunt and not his mother, too. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. So, that is possible. Okay. To say that, because if... I mean, there... We'll get into Esme in a bit, but there are several theories going out there about Esme and why she's so hell-bent on getting her family out of Trask Industries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Besides the fact that Trask is just bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Trask All is about really our Trask. Oh, my God. Um, trash, Trask. Trash, Trask. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Andy and Lauren a little bit. Uh, what did you all think of the flashback? Did you think it was necessary? I mean, it kind of was unnecessary after watching the whole episode. It's a little, che- yeah, like it's kind of like off tone, a little cheesy in terms of like, let me do the skateboard. Like, like you were saying, like you were saying earlier, so it's like, oh, that was suspenseful, but like that part of it kind of was just, I mean, especially when you're opening it up, I was like, ah, uh, but at least, at least it got better from there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was cool to see that they had kind of experienced it before, but didn't know exactly what it was. So just decided to like, Neither of us will talk about it, but the skateboard part was funny. No, it, <laughs> I was like, it gave up. <laughs> he's like, you just ride it and you kick it. <laughs> I was like, I think skateboarding is a little bit harder than that. I'm pretty sure it's not. Mm, oh, you just just jump pretty on it. Pretty sure it's not. Jump on the board and just kick your feet, and that's all you, you got to do. Jump on the board, kick your feet, blow your hand. Ah, 
Yeah, they, they for a split second they had the powers of flashlight. Oh. Um, yeah, so they have to actually make effort for it to work, we find out. They can't yeah. just like hold their hands. It's more of like they both have to be feeling the same stress or something. I think they both have to be putting in an like the same energy or like thoughts or whatever. Yeah, because again with the with the skateboarding incident, it wouldn't have worked if they were both trying to use their powers. Like you wouldn't have seen that reaction. Yeah. But they were both in a situation where it was like, Oh, I'm in danger and oh I'm helping you, like it was the same kind of Maybe yeah. you need like a weird imbalance to have the balance for the power to work. Yeah, I think that was just more that both of them hadn't developed their power. So it was, you know how they say that it sometimes develops in high stress moments. So yeah. for Andy, that was the beginning of it, which is the only kind of useful part of that scene was to develop Andy's character a little deeper to acknowledge, I don't know, the bad school school <laughs> section. It wasn't that important, but I guess it clarified why he was doing poorly in school. <laughs> but um, I think <laughs> Lauren, uh, but with Lauren I think that was when that was that when she did develop her powers remember she said or was it another incident no she had already well, had her no, powers she had already, at that time and okay. at that time Andy probably already had his because they were able to make the the power no, he, he, he didn't, didn't know yeah. oh, he didn't yeah, uh, there was a line where he, he says, had it but he didn't know mm-hmm. yeah okay. he didn't know he had powers at that point so it'd be kind of funny it's like you have all these like origin stories Magneto and the Holocaust and things like that and then Andy's like well, my fi- sister was falling off a skateboard. <laughs> activated my powers right quick. Ooh, right there. It's time to change. Um, one of the uh, side effects of them holding hands is that several fans just come into the room and start blowing their hair everywhere. Yes. Yo, but it at the same sick. time, though, I was like, it's about to go down. Yeah, <laughs> I love like, right like, When they, the hair was like, yeah, I was like, oh, was snap. I I thought it was going to be, I was kind of disappointed, but I'm just like this, where I wanted them to be outwardly, it was a positive thing that they could do. Like, they could be more in control, less volatile than their other grandparents, their great-grandparents. I don't know, it just seemed a little bit easy for them to fall into the same exact place where it seems like they're both out of control like all they can do is destruct i mean that's i think i think that was the point of the end of the episode with andy deciding not to use the power is that they could be just like their uh great grandparents but he decidedly didn't use it to protect himself Mm -hmm. because they haven't practiced with it enough because what because you probably could build with it if you wanted but of course it's easier to break than to build mm-hmm. right yeah yeah because yeah. their their whole discussion of it was that they could feel everything and they could move things apart or because his is to push and hers are to constrict so they could do whatever they wanted but i think what com- what the danger comes of it is when we see that everybody else leaves the situation that her parents are in front of her and they don't see them at all so it's almost as if they go into an area where they're the only consciousness mm-hmm. and they yeah. aren't even aware of anything. Or maybe else like around. something like where time stops and they the like the they experience time differently. So like for the parents it's like, oh, you know, that was like two seconds and for them it was like, you know, a minute of time. Or maybe. Like it's just it seems like they could use their powers in whatever way they want, but it's almost like they're not even conscious of the damage that it could do to anything around them. It's mm-hmm. just they only see material damages. 
Yeah, it's almost as if they're hyper-conscious of what's going on in their brains. Like, it's very detailed and their brains kind of connect. But I think that they don't know how to control the severity once they kind of pull the trigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, they just didn't know. And that's what... It's interesting that they had such a negative reaction to saying practice it. But it's like, yeah, they should practice Mm -hmm. it to know... Yeah, to know, like, how to, you know, at least help or hurt a situation because you don't want to like you don't want to like test it out you know at game speed yeah you want to like practice this baby steps you know you don't want to be in a power substation be surrounded by guards and not really know how to use it well oh wait that's what happened yeah well also I think what happened was it's like uh, let's reel this in for the budget. <laughs> but, <laughs> or well, for the ending, it's right. But I mean, it could, yeah. it could also be like that maybe she's older, so maybe her power is actually stronger. So like, even like the counterbalance might be off. Okay. Mm-hmm. For either right. of them. You so, know, like maybe he still needs to kind of build up to her. Like if she's at 100, maybe he's only really at 75. True. And so the two of them together can do something, but if she's got more going than he does, then. You don't know what the, the effect is going to be. Sense. So, All right. unfortunately, we get another reason for Reed to kind of disconnect from his son because when Annie wants to practice it, Reed calls him out on not even being able to control his own powers. Mm-hmm. Savage and further pushes, him, further pushes him to the Magneto side. But interesting, though, that he was the one way more contained yeah. than mm-hmm. his sister, who seemed kind of like an addict almost when she was explaining how the first feeling was of it. She really was, I feel like, chasing that again. And she was the one that if he hadn't stopped her, they would have brought down the entire building. Yeah, and they yeah, were in the basement. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you also backed her into a corner. And yeah. I think, I think... Lauren's one of those people who's like, hey, I'm using my powers. You know, I, I try not to use them or I use them to help. But you back me into a corner, it's me or you. You're dead. It's, well, I'm not even, we're not, I'm not even doing that math. It's just like. <laughs> what's interesting, too, is that Andy has this constant fear of people thinking he's a monster. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. like, it makes more sense for him to stop it because she's never experienced that fear. She's a pretty blonde girl from high school who was the popular kid. Like, yeah. she's never felt the fear of somebody fe- feeling like you're a monster, especially not her own father. Yeah. So Andy probably in his mind is thinking more like, if we do this, I am a monster, which makes more sense for the character. So I, th- I thought it was good. Um, I do want to bring up that they mentioned the Hellfire Club. Mm-hmm. Yes. They finally mentioned nice. Hellfire nice. Club. So it definitely means we're getting some... Freaking dark ass mutants in this series. Hopefully next season, though. Hopefully yeah. next season, or maybe season finale. We see Just Sebastian tease. or something like that, or hear his name. But it's nice that we hear these things about New Orleans with um the Gambit and the Thieves. I can't think of the yeah. names. You guys will know. Um, and then Hellfire Club stuff like that. I'm like, Ooh, well, also nice. we get introduced to after the credits to this news segment, and it has the guy who introduces the Sentinel find me program or whatever it's called where they have to wear a bracelet and i think that mm-hmm. governor guy or whatever is going to be a main role because i've seen that mm. actor in things before so i don't think he's a throwaway like yeah short. They, they wouldn't call him in for anything yeah so i'd love to see a mystique character be part of the hellfire club in this um i do need to talk about this scene of after they use the power it's just super oddly incestuous like every line is just creepy have you guys like you guys i'm not getting it i'll let you i'll let you leave that off (laughs) i thought lauren kind of pushed that dialogue right like i couldn't stop thinking about it it just felt so good like we just did it once and i just want to do it again i meant by the attic like it was it was just i like i don't know if that was intentional or like a nod to the original 
characters, or whatever. Yeah. but because their connection is so strong, yeah, that similar just, to that, which I understand, but you can make that into a sibling connection. And at the same time, power is you know sometimes power can be you know addictive, mm-hmm. and she felt that power like whoa, like all right, my mutant power is cool. You know, I can do like small things, matter maybe block bullets, but I felt power where like I feel like I could tear apart a city block. Yeah, they're. I want that power again. Yeah, it just and, felt like a very like. Ooh, we did something that felt good, but let's not tell mom and dad. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's literally the conversation they had. Like, I don't mean, to, I, I don't know. It was a very yeah, it, no, it, I, it, yeah. It, I get it, what you're saying. The dialogue's weird, yeah. a little funky. Yeah, they maybe a rewrite on that. But, but they, well, I was even thinking that in the skateboard scene, it was kind of like I don't know if it's I good. didn't want to say it, but I agree with you. That that's why it was yeah. like that's what I was yeah. saying. Like, it, it, it's almost like if you were. If I had, like, I was trying to date somebody or had a girlfriend, I would be teaching her to ride the skateboard and holding hands and being like, hey. And I don't know if it was the writing or it's just the fact that they're not siblings in real life and they haven't formed that kind of sibling connection that's off screen, on Mm -hmm. screen. So I was kind of thinking about that, too. I don't know if it's them or the lines. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I hate that, like, that's where my mind went to, but it's just, like... I don't know if you're if you're thinking that I feel a little more sane. <laughs> See, I thought it was more of a power hungry thing, but I definitely with the lines you could definitely take it like that because it was kind of like like it felt so right and it was like <laughs> it's like uh, well it's, I'm saying you know the, yeah the network and the writers obviously looked yeah. at that as a power. If using thing. my powers, yeah. is we're just wrong. A, we're just a little bit more twisted right. on this after show. Yes. <laughs> All right, True. so moving on after that scene, they agree to shut down the substation. Let's move on to what's going on with uh, the underground because this all <laughs> leads up to the whole substation yeah. infiltration. See how I use all those Asians? Yeah. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Calls for mm-hmm. celebration. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so they don't have any throw in the security, so they want to invade Trask. Esme is like really pushing them to infiltrate really? Trask. And uh, she's doing some shady them. stuff. What did y'all think of Esme's role in this episode compared to last episode? Um, the way I feel about it is the same reason I feel that the only telepath I can trust is Professor X. And even he joined the Illuminati, so I'm not sure if I trust him super, you know, super duper trust him. But telepaths are just they're problematic because one... They they hear things that, you know, some things they just can't stop. They just hear thoughts. That's one thing. And then two, the I guess the the temptation to to, you know, either manipulate. read a thought or manipulate a thought or or push a thought is just too, you know, is it, it's just too easy for them. And it's right in front of them. The whole the dream. The second I saw the dream at first, I was like, oh, maybe she's just thinking. But I was like, mm. Is Esme doing this? And like the second I said it, it showed Esme like around the corner, and I was just like, "Yeah, How I'm like I don't trust do her." That? Do what? I didn't. Did she? I felt. No, I felt like she was just sensing the the fear dream. I don't know. If, she I, didn't, I, I didn't implant that. No, she, she was pushing that. She was she pushing made that. that. She was. Okay. Yeah. She cre- that was Inception. She basically her power yeah. was Inception in that moment to push the idea of fear to not attack Trask Industries. She's trying she's not just an empath, she's a telepath she can, yeah. she can basically just like Xavier can make you believe you're a dog if you, you wanted to <laughs> he can like, push thoughts and push things so a little bit of background on this character. I know this is like weird to get in comic book canon, but oh, yeah. it's really important. Sometimes for it's this needed character. depending on you don't really know how much is needed until of course the show adapts it. But I mean it's yeah. definitely it's relevant. So we have a character called Esme whose family 
family is at Trask Industries, yep. and she's literally like screaming and manipulating everyone to get them out. Yeah. Um, what this means to me is that she's a Stepford cuckoo or cuckoo, however you want to pronounce mm-hmm. it. Um, to give somebody, I don't, I hope, I don't think this is a spoiler because they've been going so far off the book rhetoric that I think it's yeah. fine. Uh, the Stepford cuckoos are quintuplets. Mm-hmm. They're these twins that all have similar but different powers, like um, Esme of a course. Like let's, I think they have all the power. I have the Wikipedia open right now, but I think they're all at least telepathic in some way. But I think they're connected in the in the force that like. Her family being in there means her sisters are in there. means she's experiencing everything her sisters are experiencing, too. So mm-hmm. I think that's really what's pushing, yeah. like, she's sharing some of these emotional distress yeah. things that her sisters mm-hmm. are going through. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I think she's doing a good job. She really, like, if you guys see on the Wicca page, the actress really does kind of resemble. Totally. The, yeah, yeah. She does look very similar. She did yeah. a really good job of being so likable last episode yeah. and then being very manipulative and almost selfish. And trust me, I know that creepy. I understand the desperation, but I mean like like John said, like you realize we do this wrong, we all die and nobody gets what they want. So, you know, pushing us isn't going to, you know, like it's not going to fix it just because you you can't will this to happen. Even though I did wonder how far her powers went. And guys, I don't really know much about Esme. I know about uh, Emma, but Esme, Esme is different. I don't know if she could, how far her powers could go. Because, I mean, depending on how strong she was, she could just walk on, walk into Trask and affect everyone's mind to make them think that they're seeing another employee walk in there, swipe a badge or two, and you're out. So, you know, so I don't know how powerful she is or isn't, because she was definitely controlling their dreams and their arguments. Or, so, where, yeah, where, where the limitations might be. Because yeah. maybe, like, they're in a passive state, uh, like, in a, like yeah. in a, a more sleep state, so it's easier for her to be able to do that, but someone's, like, more conscious, like, awake, uh, yeah. and... So, here's the here's what it says, powers, abilities. They all share a telepathic hive mind, and they get more powerful oh, okay. the closer they are together, or lesser the further, the further they are apart. apart. Um, and it says some of their powers are broadcasting, receiving thoughts, mind control, painting illusions, force blasts of psionic energy, astral projection... Oh, okay. Which we got in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they can communicate with each other instantaneously, wherever. So in, so she probably is getting those those memories and those emotions and especially everything. Especially when she's right outside of Trask Industries. Like, yeah. it makes sense that she had that breakdown. He had to carry her away. Yeah. They're so close. She's probably experiencing yeah. everything they're experiencing. And what's going on. The, yeah. I think this is a really cool character to bring into a show. To play with in terms of, like, she's very suspicious. She's... Is she working for Campbell at all? Like you, as much as you'd like to say that, okay, her family's there, but is that really the case? Yeah, I was questioning that the whole still, time. Yeah, I'm still. I don't super trust her. Even though when I was watching the show, I was like, I was like, she's really riding hard for this thing. I was like, what is like her mom there or something like that? And then she was like, my family. I was like, oh, okay, makes sense. You're still wrong for messing with people's thoughts. That's a trust issue thing, just like Dreamer, but. I understand why you're doing this, but you know, 
Well, I mean, she, and she also, like, I mean, when we got introduced to her, she also alerted these guys to say there's something funky going on yeah, with yeah. this person. So to at least say, so like, that's, that that's the part where I'm thrown off but that of where yeah, I want to believe that. that she's good. Yeah. I want to believe that because of that. But, right, but when it comes to people's families, everybody's going to have, like, an ulterior motive, like, with what's, like, what's going on, what, like, happened with Reed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But she was really pressing, and it made her suspicious to me because it was put everyone at risk, obviously. It didn't work out in the end, obviously. So it just seemed careless, and I just didn't know if it was because out of emotion or a master plan. What was interesting, too... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go. What was interesting, too, is just how quickly she can make up something to manipulate people. She sees the image of Carlos getting... Mm -hmm. or uh, Marcos getting shot, Mm -hmm. and she's immediately like... Do you ever get angry when your family members are in danger? Yeah. Have you ever done that? Like, that's me right now. Like, it's brilliant. Yeah, but it's, you get into, like Professor X talks about, you get into these ethical issues as a telepath, you know, and, you know, it's, I don't know if I trust her because it could be ingratiating herself to get inside to take sure, them all sure. down. But at the same time, she could have taken them down by now. So maybe she is on the sort of up and up. You know, she just wants to get her family out. Well, we do have a a prediction from Nicholas Kelly who makes a good point in that, like, what's more dangerous? Esme manipulating them or Sentinel Services having control of four telepaths that are super powerful, that can control people and force thoughts on other people? Well, look what they do with Polaris. Or not Polaris, uh, uh, Pulse. Right? Yeah. So So, that's dangerous. Uh, We do have to move on. I want to bring up really quick Lorna and uh, Dreamer taking out the security guard. (laughs) Great scene, man. That was great scene, man. It was great to see them together. I I like that scene. That was a good scene. That was Um, fun. Whenever they're together, they always get in trouble. And whenever they're together, someone gets beat up. (laughs) <laughs> like every time and, like, the, the guards at the gate they got beat up and the, the guy got because technically they're both bad girls <laughs> Dreamer yeah. was Dreamer was a lot less syrupy this episode yeah she, like she was because she had a purpose her. she was like look yeah. we gotta go and we she gotta... was using her powers confidently that's what I'm like into so he uses it on the guy finds out the security codes they leave but the the fork metal knuckles that, that was, was cool. That was badass. That was like the cool. It like, was kind of out in the open though. I was like, nobody saw that, <laughs> right? Um. So yeah, because like everyone in the bar would be looking at this yeah, security guard with like true. two hot chicks. That's yeah. True, yeah, they would be like, man, Dumb. he's man, he's really killing it right now. There'd be like, like four guys uh, like staring, like choose one, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So Esme brings up the idea of using the striker kids. So I'm interested to know what she knows about the kids already. That's what made her even more suspicious to me. She has a, a whole profile on everybody there. She yeah. already Because, I mean, without even trying, she's probably hearing errant thoughts, you know, all around the, the I don't want to say the office, but you know what I mean, the the, the underground base. Headquarters. <laughs> around the office. <laughs> like, the water That's cooler. basically what it is, though. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk really quick about Jace. Um, we see Jace having a hunch that they're going to go after Trask Labs. Mm-hmm. We see Dr. Campbell suffering from burns, but he refuses Good. surgeries. He has a mutant helping him with something. Mm-hmm. Wish he died. Hey. And uh, he calls his wife, and it's like going to be a late night again. So you got a little bit of a thing going on. It's like, yeah, I'll be home when the job's done. She's like, but the yeah, job, when the job's done. Yeah, but the job is technically never done. Look, Jace, don't lose your wife running behind these mutants. Yeah, he needs like, to look know. around, look around at how happy he should be to be alive right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're not going to go there, yes. You yeah. went there. Yeah. Yeah. I, saw it, I saw it last night. Uh, <laughs> we'll so talk after. I had to. Um, I love so let's go to the lab infiltration. Dun, 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 
Which they should have done at night. Yeah, right? Wait, let's break in in broad daylight. Let's, That's a great we idea. We need to break in in broad daylight, shut down the power station, send the kids alone to the power station with the le- least offensive mutants. Yeah. I'm like, and I know there ha- there have to be some cooler, like, X-Force type mutants. And I know we aren't getting really into X-Force, but mutants that can fight a little bit, maybe have some long-range offense, some short-range offense. Well, here's, here's wanna- why we couldn't break into Trask, right? Is because they would get decimated. Because we haven't even seen the other Hound program mutants. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they have to save. Have. They have to save that big ass fight and and, and thing for the finale. They True. have to. Yeah. Like we're still dealing with Sentinel services right now, but once you go into Trask, it's all the experimental Sentinel stuff. Yeah. That it's just going to be budget out the ass mm-hmm. for special effects. So I think they're saving that for for that. But we do have to rush through this because I want to get to the website at the end. Um, Marcos, John, Esme, and Lorna are all just making bombs, waiting outside the thing. Esme yeah. drops the detonator. We have that whole scene. But then we have Blink, Lauren, Andy, and Dreamer who go into the substation. We have this cool kind of like Stranger Things season two-esque moment where they're looking at the cameras and guiding them mm-hmm. through the hallways yeah. and things like that. Uh, then we got the terrible ADR from... Who from Chase? Can't help them if we get captured too. We can't help them if we get captured too. <laughs> so it's so perfect, though. Yeah. Um, Dreamer's useful again. It's great. He throws away his gun in the radio, so I'm like, really don't know what she even put in his head. Yeah. You're like, God dang, I don't even know. Uh, but then we see the drone on the cameras, and Kate is freaking out. I think she did such a good job. Yeah. That whole scene, she really was. I felt like that's how my mom would act, so I'm like, this is realistic. Yeah, and now that I think about the the length and the extent of powers, could, and I know this is going way far, but could Dreamer go to wherever the, like, the H... HVAC is going in, breathe into that, and kind of like put everyone to sleep? Yeah. Or is that way too much? So I you know, because I mean, a building is huge. You're talking about cubic feet of, you know, whatever. I thought about I, that too, like saying it, like breathing into the hallway and doing it, but you notice every time she spits it out, she sucks it back in. So okay. she might have a very limited amount of... And she gets very close. Yeah. It probably, okay. dis- it probably dissipates. On as- that yeah. note, I feel like I... Th- my only problem with this episode, because I really liked this episode, was that I felt... And I know this was for just to keep the show moving forward. I felt like they didn't use their powers like they could have. And even with the Strucker siblings... I think that remember when Andy like blew up the wall? Yeah, he can. I feel like he could have crashed down the wall on the little spider. Yeah, or he tore him apart before. Yeah, I know he couldn't do that. He tried it. He tried it, but like instead, like they blew up that pipe. He was too far. They said that they had modified. The, the, oh, the okay, since okay. last time. Mm-hmm. But right. I'm saying mm-hmm. use the walls. I feel like there wasn't enough resourcefulness. Yeah. So we are running out of time. So I want to rush through this. Uh, Sentinel Services. Jace does another like off-the-cuff call. <laughs> um, it was a little bit too easy for him to be like, oh, that security guard who called out sick has access mm-hmm. to this, because I'm like, there's going to be more than yeah. one people. But anyway, he goes with it. He's right. 
They yeah. get down there. They capture Clarice, which is heart-wrenching because she's just screaming. Dreamer is taken out next in a super Doctor Who fashion of shoving her through the door, shoving the kids through the door and being yeah. and dying for no reason. She doesn't die, but you know what I mean. Yeah, because like, she didn't have to shove them she through. She could have literally just maybe shut she the was door trying behind to hold, her. Or, or maybe if we saw her trying to hold them off after she shut the door, like they start running and we see the, yeah. we see her like maybe blow into like three guys' faces at once and make them turn and start firing the other way. And then we hear her scream, you know, but yeah. Yeah, right, so we uh, <laughs> move on. Andy and Lauren are alone in the place. They decide to use their hands and Andy stops them. And then Sentinel Services comes in and puts collars on them. That's how the episode ends, except then we get Sentinel Service Cares, which is a ad, which is very the strain ask, where they're like doing an advertisement for like Sentinel Services, like, hey, get your tracking bracelet because it just helps with the mutants. And they tell you to go to a website. And guys, I want to I want to tell you right now. When they do, when shows do this kind of stuff, it's very important that you go to the websites and you actually look at the stuff. And like this one, for instance, has these videos that we're going to show you in a second that has a hashtag. Studios don't do these for no reason. They do these to see fan interaction, to actually directly document fan interaction with TV shows. And then especially the website is going to have a hashtag. Tweet out with the hashtag because that's going to directly help get the show renewed. Because you want the show to be renewed, right? So studios do these little tricks to make people do things like this on social media so they can directly track. It's kind of ironic that yeah. they're talking about tracking mutants mm-hmm. when they're tracking, tracking user us. data through yeah. these videos. But anyway, uh, we're going to show you the website right now. Bree's, uh, Bree's pulling it up right now. It's S-E-N-T-I-N-E-L-S-E-R-V-I-C-E-S. <laughs> Sentinel Services. Or you can just Google Sentinel Services, and it'll pop up as the first thing and talk about the X-Gene. The website's formed basically just, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a copy of Obamacare, Uh, but it's it's a website that's basically explaining all all the happy thoughts around joining Sentinel Services Care. I can't see, I don't have my glasses on, so I'm trying to see what Bree is pulling up. It's very small. Yeah, we can't. None of us can. Yeah, it's like super small. Is that it? That's probably it. There you go. Okay, so let's full screen this, Bree. Oh. Wow. View, full screen. Oh, my goodness. Look at how trustworthy it looks. All right. So, yeah, get tested for the X gene, everybody. Don't let your DNA define your future. Uh, You know, I want to get tested. Bree, go ahead. Let's turn up the Mac and let's click on get tested up at the top. Oh, what? That is awesome. They seem so friendly, don't they? Come on in, get tested. You can trust us. Take it from me, you can't. If the Sentinel Services finds out that you carry the X-Gene, life as you know it is over. My advice? Stay off their radar while you still can. Hashtag Mutants Unite. Hey, let's go down the page a little bit, Bree. I and love that. go down, 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 down. And see, it says click here. To order your test. Let's go ahead and click there and see what happens. The government says it's not illegal to be a mutant. But use your abilities in any way and they'll find an excuse to come after you. That's why they want to keep track of us. And every time one of us is tested, they get one step closer to monitoring us at all. If you're a mutant in trouble, we will find you. We can help. Right, let's, uh, let's go further down. There should be another click link we can click. Oh, look at the warning signs, guys. Oh, the warning signs. One of the warning signs is actually really funny. It says uh, being able to hear people's thoughts around you. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, that's a warning sign. Uh, keep going. It's at the very bottom. And they did a really good job. There, click site. here. Let's yeah, go ahead and click there. Awesome. Hey, guess what? If they find out you have the X gene, Sentinel Services doesn't throw you a party. Sooner or later, they find a way to throw your ass in jail. Look, we've got to stop this before it's too late. And by the way, it's going to be too late real soon. All right, and the last one, the last one is a uh, get tested button at the very bottom. But we have like little. Uh, See the the we have Brad and we have Agent Turner go up. It's the it's that <laughs> one right there. Order now. Well, those were some pretty graphics. Lots of facts and figures. But here are the real facts. Last year, of the thousands of people who tested positive with the X gene, over sixty percent were arrested within a month of the finding out. So the next time the Sentinel Services tells you they're on your side, you think long and hard about whether you believe them. So you guys can check that out. Sixty percent is pretty ah, high. Yes, <laughs> it's pretty high. So that is the website. Go to sentinelservices.com. Again, tweet out hashtag mutants unite. I'm sure you can tweet this alongside renew gifted, but I'm sure yeah. they're using this to collect data on you. Yeah, like hashtag the gifted, hashtag mutants unite, hashtag renew gifted. Um, we didn't have stuff. any new iTunes reviews, so we didn't do the iTunes shout out. But please go to iTunes, search gifted after buzz, or just search gifted. Click on our podcast, leave us a five star review uh, and a comment. And we'll give you a shout out next week. Please hit the thumbs up video uh, button on the video right now if you haven't already, and comment on the video after this live stream is over, or if you're watching the video now. And it's not live. Comment on the video. Yep. Uh, we are out of time for the day. Uh, I do want to get one more knockout of Chase. If we can get just that sound bite <laughs> one more time, I just need to hear it like one last time. <laughs> we can't help them if we get captured too. Guys, we can't help them if we get captured too. But where can we find you on Twitter? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at one youngster, which is O N E Y L U N G S T A. And I'm Rick Hong. You guys can find me on all social media at Rick R A C K H O N G. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited about that. Um, I'm Steph Sabra. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Steph Sabra, S-A-B-R-A-W. And you can find me on Twitter at Steve Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-U-X. And remember, you can't save them with the captures, too. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. You can't save them if the capture is two. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To the watch or listen to other after shows, do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.